0: We now present, for your listening pleasure, an audio version of the famous lost Christmas episode of the popular 80s cartoon show, The 80s Kids. Unfortunately, the show was cancelled before the episode could be completed. We have endeavoured to deliver as close an audio reproduction of the show as we can, but as all the other episodes were lost after the Gate scandal in 1997, the original theme tune is not reproduced here.
1: We are still hoping for an enthusiastic fan capable of giving their written permission to come forward with the full show archive. Unfortunately, the prescription medication the show's most devout fans seem to all require for normal day-to-day functioning has so far rendered this task impossible.
2: However, we have assembled as many original cast members from the show as possible for this lovingly crafted, nostalgic trip back to the heady, excitement-filled days of our youths. So, settle back. And imagine the primary coloured cells moving before your eyes in this special audio episode of The
0: 80s Kids. They were just three average Joes living in the crazy future of 2012. Hey, watch out for the sky pedestrians, you crazy flying car, you yo-yo!
1: When one of them invented a time machine...
0: I was actually trying to invent the world's first
1: robot woman. Well, you have succeeded because I'm unfortunately programmed to love you.
0: Their adventure through the crazy years of the 80s began. I think I just spilled soda
2: on your wife's control panel, Leo. ZOINCE! Oh no. I thought I was done with this stuff when I left puberty.
0: Great! Another chance to see Hawk the Slayer on the big screen. I think we must have come here. For some kind of purpose.
1: Well, that's great and all, but how are we going to clean the lemonade out of my
0: journal, kids! Armed with an encyclopedic knowledge of the 80s, a broken grumpy time machine, a patented plot-solvent expositron, and a handy bag of magic felt-tip pens, they are humanity's last hope to reach the safe borders of the 90s. They are the 80s kids! Is that you? What are you doing? Hello, Sue. I was just putting the finishing touches to the new version of the plot solvent expositor on. I've had a bit of a tinker. I think I finally got it working properly.
1: I was never really clear what it was supposed to do in the first place.
0: Oh, it's quite simple. The plot-solvent expositron is a quantum bipolar device that harnesses cosmic radiation in a real-time expert system situational analysis engine. Together, this forms a quailic matrix that can spontaneously generate contextually sensitive equipment choices with the end of making a desired change to the situational matrix. I got the idea from Doctor Who's Sonic Screwdriver. So, basically, you
1: switch it on and it makes the plot go faster?
0: Uh, it's a bit more complicated than that.
1: If I recall correctly, the last time you switched it on, all it would give you is blue earth wedges filled with pink custard.
0: Yes, I performed a refractor on its logic circuits. They were tuned too finely.
1: do you mean not
0: finely enough? No, you see, it turns out that pink custard in a blue earthenware jug is, at some level, the answer to almost every problem in the known universe. It's not that the expositron was broken, it was just that it was not sufficiently technologically advanced to understand the assistance it was giving us. So really, what I've done now is sort of dumb it down a bit. Right.
1: For a moment there, I was wondering if you had the technical expertise for the job. Now I know that the job is to make things stupider. I'm feeling much better about the whole thing. Wait a second! What's that you hooked up to my quantum stabilization coils? Oh, don't panic.
0: I've used some power from your main core while the Expositron was recompiling. It's almost 99 percent done. I'll take the jump leads off when we're finished.
1: Make oh, sure you do. Who knows what could happen? Quick, if. Is, oh. Back from the shops,
0: then. You wouldn't believe what happened.
1: No, I probably wouldn't.
0: Loads of them.
1: You got in a fight. Great. But did you get the milk?
0: Mm, Funny story. Apparently milk is incredibly holy in the alien culture. Even moving it from its resting place in three-dimensional space is a job that must only be performed by one of their high priests.
2: Yeah, they got very, very angry when we opened the fridge. When I grabbed the semi-skin
0: by the handle, it escalated. Quickly.
1: So, um, no milk, then. I should point out the shields are at 40% of failing.
0: We have to get out of here. Wife, initiate a jump. Ah, you might want to
1: wait. Jump! Stop now! 3, two, one. Time jump successful. Retrieving Chrono coordinates. Destination is London, 1986.
0: Well, that's a relief. Bit of a shame that your magic doodles always disintegrate in the time jump. Those laser blasters you sketched were pretty good. Ah, uh, well, I can always draw some more if need be. <sighs> Shall we go get the milk? Yes, let's not try to incite an intergalactic war this time. Ah, we appear to have landed in a shop. And, as usual, people are looking at us strangely. Sir, what do you mean by this trickery? Appearing out of thin air in this brightly colored cube? Ah, yeah, uh, sorry about the alarm. It's all a publicity stunt. Yeah, totally what he says.
1: There are two of you. What are you both doing standing around together inside that cube? You must be very cramped. Ah,
0: no, you see. Although it looks like a seven-foot-tall Rubik's Cube, on the outside, I can assure you, it's... Uh, its interior volume far exceeds the perceivable volume of its outer surfaces. You mean it's
2: bigger? Don't! 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 Seriously, don't say it. All I was going
0: to say was... We know what you were going to say, and trust us, we're saving you a lot of bother by telling you not to say it.
1: So, you say this was a publicity stunt? which is to draw attention to the new product on sale here today. Uh, yeah, absolutely, that's what it is. Uh,
0: what product's that
1: again? Why, beans. Subjected to the baking process and then covered in tangy tomato sauce, of course. How strange that you should not know what product you are advertising. Also, I don't see how a
2: large-coloured cube ties into the product. It doesn't say delicious, orangey comestibles
0: with a hint of tangy spice to me. Honestly, I don't think it really matters. I'm not sure I like them anyway. I imagined they were a fad. I don't believe they will ever catch on. It has to be said, 1986
2: is a bit posher than I remember.
0: Indeed, but at least there's milk.
2: Yeah, but this place only seems to sell it in these oddly shaped glass bottles. Also, I can't tell what
0: kind it is, they've got metal caps. Uh, Excuse me, could you tell us where we are?
1: Where you are? Don't you know?
0: I have a conditioner.
1: I'm terribly sorry to hear that. This is Fortnum and Mason Department Store of London.
2: Eh, That explains all the posh people.
1: Hmm,
0: maybe. Have you seen this packaging on baked beans before? Hmm, using
2: my elevated artist senses, I can tell that this food label is completely anachronistic to the mid-1980s. I'd probably place that kind of label design
0: somewhere in the 19th century. Somewhere? Could it be... possibly... 1886 rather than 1986? Maybe. you better find out. Sorry, excuse me.
1: Could you tell me what year it is? That condition of yours is severe, isn't it? It's the year of our Lord, 1886, dear chap. Would you let me to summon a doctor? Did someone mention the doctor? Not that
0: doctor! <laughs> Ian, we appear to have landed in 1886... You wouldn't know anything about why that might be, would you? Um, no, I can't think of any particular reason why.
1: Is this because you hooked up your stupid toy to
0: my coil, Ian? What toy? It's really nothing. I was just recompiling a kernel on the expositron, and... Out of my way! Out of my way, you useless layabout! I've heard tell that someone's selling a new foodstuff on these premises!
1: Mr Scrooge... What do you mean by this intrusion? This is a department store that specialises in the finest foodstuff. So it's really no surprise that we have a new product on sale. Would you like to sample the tomato-infused beads subjected to high temperatures before being sealed into a can?
0: I might not care for the product, but I like the name. Very snappy. Would I? Would I? No, I most certainly would not, you luckwit. These abominations are the purest sort of humbug. That's what I think. And if you examine this copy of the tenancy agreement you signed with myself, you will note that the selling of ovoid foodstuffs suspended in an orange-coloured liquor are expressly prohibited by the lease. For which reason, I shall want these premises cleared directly on
2: the morrow. Ah, the old ovoid orange clause. Always got a nasty bite,
0: that one. But Mr. Scrooge, tomorrow, it's Christmas Day! Ah, yes, I did forget. Then I shall stay my hand. I will allow you to stay.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Scrooge. Oh,
0: Scrooge. Thank you, Mr. Scrooge. Thank Until you. Boxing Day. Then I expect you to be gone. Good day to you all. Wow. Ebenezer Scrooge. I thought he was a fictional character. Not
2: nearly fictional enough. Why, he's the rudest, meanest, most abrasive man in the whole of
0: London. But, but. Ebenezer Scrooge, from A Christmas Carol, by Charles Dickens. It was published over forty years ago. You must all be familiar with the work, surely?
1: Ah, but it is ever the way, my dear fellow. Whatever one man conceives as fiction, another must surely attempt to imitate in life. Yes. Yes, he must... Mustn't he? I know that tone of voice, he's thinking, Ian Justin, wrestling to the ground, quick! Uh, Get off me! (laughs) No! (laughs) Ah! Get off! Now Leo,
2: we've been through this before. It's it's easier
0: for everyone if you don't struggle. Yes, Leo. Whatever it is you think you've thought of, just give it up. Let it go. Like the guru said, breathe in with lunacy, out with ignorance. It's the path to happiness. No, please, it's a really good idea. (laughs) I've still got the scar from having the tattoo removed. And I still can't look at a monkey in a tutu without getting the shakes. All I was thinking was that we should do to that Scrooge. What Jacob Marley did to the one in the story. La, la la,
1: hear that,
2: Leo? That's the sound of us all not listening. La la la. No, wait,
0: hang on. You look like one of his arms. You fool. No, no, oh, that's better. Uh, that's that's much better. I don't know why I continue to allow myself to endure this blatant disrespect and rudeness. This could be the perfect chance to use the new Expositron.
1: Oh great! Now two sure of them thinking.
0: Well, I can't wrestle them both to the ground. No, listen. With my new plot-solvent expositron, we should be able to access all the materials needed to give Ebenezer Scrooge the ghostly visitation of a lifetime.
1: I just want to go on record saying I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah,
2: also, I have a question. Weren't we
1: just here to get
0: milk? But, Justin, did we not take an oath to battle injustice wheresoever we found it? No. No, we didn't. Justin, I want to try out my new invention. Yeah, Justin, why are you trying to stifle Ian's creativity? It's his magic pens. I use my brain to design science, and he worries his magic pens will become redundant.
2: For that to be a concern, your science would have to operate in a non-life-threatening manner. What exactly are you implying? That your science projects always go wrong, landing us in enormous heaps of life-threatening peril. Okay, I thought that's what
0: you were going to say. I just wanted to be sure. So, shall we warm up the expositron? Is there anything we could say to convince you not to? Great. I'll just go hit the big red button then. I didn't think so. There we go. No problem. Let's get inside. Quietly now. Don't
1: blame me if you get arrested.
0: That's better. Everybody ready? Justin? I must admit I'm
2: loving this costume, but I'm not sure it's going to work.
0: Come on, you're the ghost of Christmas past. You're dressed as the giant silver angel from Brazil, and you have a magic torch. What more could you need? I'm just saying, nobody here has even heard of Brazil. Yeah, sorry, uh, the kernel of the new expositron only generates from the 1980s, I'm afraid. I can fix it in the next patch. So, he won't get the reference. Big deal. He'll just believe you to be an angel. You'll be amazing. Go on. (sighs) There goes
2: nothing. Ebenezer Scrooge! Awake, awake, for I am the ghost of Christmas past. Hey, what? Who's there? I'm the ghost of Christmas past. It's a lot smoother if you actually listen to the explanatory dialogue.
0: Get out! Get out of my room, you maniac!
2: Bedlam must have left the locks off the
0: door tonight.
2: Could a maniac show you your visions of your past, Ebenezer Scrooge? Like this! See yourself as a child, Ebenezer Scrooge, so young, so innocent,
0: so filled with wonder. That's not me. I was born in the colonies in India. I never saw Britain or Snow until I was in my early twenties.
2: Uh Oh, uh, okay then. Uh, maybe it's just the wrong memory loaded into my magic lantern of amazement. Uh... Uh, how about the girl that
0: you were to wed that you foolishly turned down because of your love of money? Women have never been interested in me. Or at least they weren't when I was poor. Since I've become rich, I'm increasingly of the opinion they're all gold-digging harpies.
2: Oh, well, fine then. I urge you to repent, Ebenezer, before the coming of the dawn. Repent!
0: Repent! What a lunatic! Maybe I could get some sleep now. Justin,
1: What the hell was that?
2: Turns out the real Scrooge didn't have a golden history. He's like a stick of rock with me pop written all the way through.
0: Honestly, let's hope Ian can do a bit better. I'm still not sure about this, you know. Oh, come on. Brian Blessed makes an excellent Ghost of Christmas present. Yes, but not dressed as King Voltran from Flash Gordon wearing a pair of Acme Shore rocket trousers. Are you telling me you've lost faith in your own Expositron? Well, no. No, no, of course not. Let's get on with it. Ebenezer Scrooge, awake, awake! It is time for your reckoning with the toast of Christmas present. No, oh, no, not again. Look, will you all just go away? I've had a long day and I need some sleep. No, Ebenezer. What you need to see is the effects of your own cold heart as had on those about you. Take my hand, and we shall fly through the streets of London town to see the tales you have wrought. What? No, Lord,
2: uh, ah! uh, <laughs> uh, do you think he
0: meant to do that? Probably not. Mm, not unless he saw something similar in an episode of Who. Did someone mention who? No Ian, nobody mentioned it. Mentioned what? Seriously? You seriously expect me to fall for that one again?
2: I hate you. Uh, Ian?
0: Where's Scrooge? Who? No, Ian. Scrooge. Please try to focus. Oh, yes. Him. Uh, Sorry. had a bit of a bang on the head. So where is he? Oh, uh, he's dead. Dead? Yes. You killed Scrooge? He stepped out of my grip when the rocket trousers went haywire. He fell to his death on the icy surface of Oxford Street, six stories below. Well, that clears that up then. He can't evict someone if he's dead. Is that all you have to say on the matter? Er, what else is there? No sadness? No regret? Well, I was looking forward to being the ghost of Christmas yet to come, dressed as the Terminator... Now I won't get a chance, but, hey, them's the brakes. Shall we go and see if the wife has managed to reconfigure her coils? So, fellas, cup of tea. Not another one. I'm sorry, seven's my absolute limit. Isn't it
2: lucky that, due to the whole butterfly effect thing, killing Scrooge in the 19th century somehow set into motion a chain of events which has led to the planet Earth avoiding an alien invasion in
1: 1983? Yeah... That and me popping along to their planet and blowing it up shortly after it separated from their sun three million years ago. You know, while I was testing my coils. But with the complex
0: interrelation of all the events of the space-time matrix, I think we can all agree that both probably contributed an equal degree.
2: And I got my tea just the way I like it. If all life on a distant planet has to be erased from existence for that, then so be it.
0: I think I might make a ham sandwich. Anyone else? Yes, please!
2: No, no, thank you very much.
0: Don't you know I'm a vegetarian? You're against killing animals for food, but not when it comes to tea. Everyone's gonna have a limit. Gentlemen, we have no problem, for today is Christmas, the day of peace and goodwill to all men. Cheers! Although, to be fair, we may have pre-recorded this because, you know, like, we wouldn't sit around on Christmas Day all Skyping one another. I'm That's sure we have better things to do with our time.
2: Actually, on that, Leo, do you think we better record, a in case, you know, like, the world was invaded by aliens, perhaps we should record a message just in case it's the last message out to humanity.
0: Yes, maybe we had better record yes. just that message saying I something... Dealt
1: with the aliens.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. The wife's dealt with the aliens, apparently. Oh, that's um,
1: right.
0: Yeah, we do hope you enjoyed the special Christmas episode of uh, Revenge of the 80s Kids. He hopes you enjoy it. I'm bricking it here. <laughs> and, uh, of course, although it sounded smooth and professional and well-produced from where you were sitting, the rec- process of recording it may not quite have gone as smoothly As we might have wished.
2: No, it actually was a bitter power struggle between the enormous egos that are in place
0: in creating such an Um, endeavour. I am an artist, how am I I expected to work with these amateurs? (laughs) (laughs) But of course, such a fermenting uh, melting pot of uh, attitude and ego. is the perfect place to find some comedy bloopers, which we now present for your listening enjoyment. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas! Ah, humbug! Now, where's the play button?
1: If I recall correctly, the last time you switched it on, all it would give you is blue earthenware jugs filled with pink custard. Yes, I performed a reactor. No, a ref... yeah, reactor.
0: Refactor. Refactor. Yes, I performed... Yes, I performed a refractor on its logic circuits. They would find... Yes, yes. I performed a refract on its logic circuits. They were tuned too finely.
1: Don't you mean not finely enough?
0: No. You see, it turns out that pink custard in a blue earthenware jug is, at some level, the answer to most. God damn you, Leo! No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Take your time. Take your time. Don't worry. He's giving you all the nasties.
0: I mean, this is what makes... Um, I think this is what makes... Some people have an affection for um, Ulysses 31. A small number of people have an affection for that. I am counted among that. That was made... I think that if the French... And, ooh, hello. That'll be the French now. Why, thank you for praising our cartoon. <laughs>
2: Sorry about that. <laughs> I've, I've buried the phone. Okay, Ian.
0: Um, mm, yeah. Come in. Sit yourself down. Oh, uh, is something wrong? Um, now, Ian, I want you to understand before we start this that we're only doing this because we love you, man. What? That's right. That's right. I mean, you know, <laughs> sometimes people get involved in something and they go a little bit too far, and and they start to have a problem. And, and, and we don't want to yeah. see you going down that road. Isn't that right, Justin? It gets messy. That's it, right. It gets messy, and the I, thing is, we've noticed you've you've got a bit of a Doctor Who habit going on here. I mean, look at last week's. <laughs> Turned into a dog. It's <laughs> bad. Excuse me a moment. I have to shoot an animal. <laughs> <laughs> Can we come back to the intervention later? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> 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 that was <laughs> I honestly
2: thought at the beginning of that, he, he was doing some kind of,
0: how? How dare
2: you? And then it turned into
0: an actual dog. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh, that was good. That's so that was Are we discussing something he, important? It's just, it's, just, it's just so surreal. He to, at this point, turned into a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Is it my shape shifting abilities? You think I'm addicted to my lupine form? Is that it? One <laughs> <laughs> for the bloopers, real. <laughs> um, One for the Christmas tree, ladies and gentlemen. Christmas study.